Football Loving Maniacs, we meet again. Welcome back to Three Honest Lads. Continue on this beautiful expedition that is the postseason. Got another playoff preview, this time brought to you by the Birmingham Legion and their manager, Tom Stone. Coach, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Appreciate the opportunity um, for, to interview you. You know, thank you so much for coming on. First and foremost, back-to-back playoff appearances in your two seasons. Congratulations. What's the atmosphere like at the club right now? Um, you know, we've obviously we're going through uh, a, a tough stretch and, and, you know, but now playoff time becomes a, a whole new season. And, you know, I've, I've said this to the guys and I think the parts of my career I remember the most are getting through struggles. Um, and, and when you get through those struggles, how fun it can be. So, you know, we're at that point where we've had, a, you know, the start of the week, we've really put a lot of focus on what we feel like has been issues with us. And, and now, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Can we come out and, and lay it on the line against Tampa, you know, and, and now play that undercard, uh, the, the card of being the underdog and, and make sure that we come out and, and perform up to what we can, because we've had some really good moments this year. Uh, but now we have to follow that up with, with getting back to where we were. Coach, the really good moments you're talking about, unfortunately, as you mentioned, it's been a little bit up and down not necessarily few and far between because there has been some quality play, just results hasn't necessarily gone your way. One win in the last six. When you and the staff sit down and look at everything, is there something in your mind that you can press one button and pinpoint it or a certain area you need to address? Or is this just kind of been lady luck not going your way in your mind? What's going on? No, I, I think it's on us a lot. I, I think we've really dove in now. And, you know, this week we're, we're going to, we've talked a lot about, and showed a lot about what we need to improve upon even reflecting on some of the games that we were good and, and then parlaying that with some of the games we've had and, and there's definitely some things missing and, and we've highlighted those for the guys and, and now it's it's about game planning and making sure we can execute what a game plan is and, and you know that's something that we have to carry into Tampa and like I said it, it's not it's never easy turning something around um and our last stretch of games has not been good enough. And we've highlighted that, like I said, and I think we're going to look at this, this next game. And, and, and part of me enjoys the fact that it's playoff time. I think everybody that's been in the game long enough knows that there's something more exciting about getting to the playoffs and, and, and some of that energy now and, and finding that moment that might turn everything upside down and then, now all of a sudden a goal turns into two or, or the confidence boost. So it's all, it's all there. Um, we've highlighted it. I'm not going to share what that is, um, but I, I feel like our guys are going to be in a good place come Saturday and, and knowing that it's going to be a, a tough game against a really good team in Tampa. 1-4-1 one, one in the last six, but that beautiful stretch to start, 6-1-3 and three in your first 10, only one loss. That one loss came at the hands of North Carolina on Saturday, August 1st. In that stretch, though, you did face the Rowdies. You faced the Rowdies back on July 25th. It was a 1-1 game. Um, you guys got it going early. You know, they came back in the second half. Can you kind of talk to me about what that game was like for you and, and how much, because so many things are so different, how much do you go back and take away from that match? Um, I mean, a, a lot has changed, you know, over, over the course of playing them when we did to where we are now for both. Um, but, again, it's, a, it's about they have an identity of who they are. Um, you know, we're, we've had our identity and now I think we're, we need to get back to who we were. Um, but you look at that and just know that whenever we play against Tampa, 
it's been tight games and it's been in good quality games. You know, it's two good teams going at it. And I, I expect more of the same. Um, we will watch some of what we, uh, what that game required, but a lot of it is building on what teams are like now, because there has been some time between that. Malik Johnson, Lucky M. Kasana. Um, one of the, the more impressive nicknames that, that their announcer, Ryan Davis coined, Juan Tejada, he calls him the Fox in the Box, Leo Fernandez, Sebastian Guenzotti. The list kind of goes on and on for them in preparation for them outside of video. When you try and implement that onto the field, what are pressure points you think you can get after? Well, I, I think it, it comes down to, you know, a, a disciplined team that's organized. Um, Intensity is massive you know, concentration over 90, you know, without going into real detail, you know, that, that sums up playoffs, you know, and now forcing teams to make mistakes and capitalizing on it. And, and, you know, as playoff time comes, there's less and less chances, fewer and few chances because teams are buttoned up and tight. And so taking uh, your opportunities, you know, that that's massive. If you can get one of your opportunities early, it opens the game up a little bit more. So, Look, everybody goes in knowing the, the exact same things, and now it's up to executing and, and, and potentially, you know, creating your own breaks that, and then capitalizing on those. There are a bunch of areas on the attacking. You still with me, Coach? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about that. There are a bunch of areas on the field that I think we could point a finger and say, let's talk about Nico Brett, Bruno Lapa, Alex, you know, Cronali on the back line. Um, there's one player in particular that I wanted to ask you about because – Coming into the season, I, I joked with you way back when that, you know, I had picked J.J. Williams to win the golden boot for you guys. Of course, he takes off to Atlanta United. He's back now. Five appearances for you guys. No goals, but in the run of play, he has started to kind of pick things up in terms of build up a couple assists to his name. What does he have to do to become one of those breakthroughs on the offensive end and start bagging a couple goals for you guys? Well, I think with J.J., everything is about confidence. You know, he, he was in Atlanta and, and didn't get quality minutes for a long time. And He's just enjoying getting back out and, and, you know, making his way back into lineups and, um, you know, and some of the pressures JJ feels always is the pressure he puts on himself to score goals. And not everything is about scoring goals. You know, some of the setting up goals or, or winning balls for us, some of the things, um, the simple things are what, what'll make JJ even better as he goes along. So um, he's tasked with that. Just be, be simple early and, and, and get your legs back under you and, and, and he will only get better as he plays more, you know? Um, but he's a value and, and we really love the energy he brings. Um, you know, he's a beast on set pieces and, and, you know, we haven't seen the best of him and I'm hoping, you know, we can start stringing results together because I, I think he's going to be a, a big piece as he continues to get minutes and, and grow and, and, and get his legs underneath him. Coach Bruno Lapa, Johnny Dean, Eli Crunali, just to name a few, some of the youngsters on the team, what's the message been like to those guys who haven't experienced something like this at the professional level? Well, I, I think it's almost taking, you know, a game, but breaking that down a game now into, into smaller portions and say, hey, let's, let's win the first 15 minutes. And, and now after that's done, what are we going to do in the next 15? Um, you know, sometimes you almost want to break it down to, to smaller moments instead of making it that big 90 minute fixture. Um, but you know what? They're all, they're all excited to play. I think um, the joys they've had through the season, they've also found some struggles along the way as people start figuring out who they are. Um, so it's, it's a growing process for them and, and playoff time, you know, 
it's a whole new animal and look at they're excited and, and ready to go. On a positive side of things, what's the biggest surprise to you about this squad that you've experienced in 2020? Um, I said this once before when I've talked to you, I, I love our group and, and how supportive yep. they've been of each other and, and the, the unity we have. And, and you can tell that in the locker room, on the field, off the field. After results don't go your way, you learn about a lot about your team. And, you know, through COVID, we learned a lot. It's it's a really good group. I've enjoyed coaching them, and um, you know that they, they, they give you everything they have, and, and that's all you can ever ask. Coach, in terms of the bracket and the way play, things play out, excuse me, understanding you, Jay, in the front office, and what your coaching staff brings to the table. I know that you guys are always very well prepared. Obviously, you are focused on the task at hand, but with the other teams that got in in the East, I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on what those matchups look like, and maybe a team that has impressed you. Uh, well, I mean, Charleston's been on a great run as of late. They, uh, they're, you know, they have a couple individuals, but what I always say about Charleston is they're a good team. You know, they have an identity. They know what, what they're about. Um, you know, so you know, that, that bracket's going to be tough. And, and Charlotte, you know, has improved quite a bit. So when I just look at the, the immediate groups that we've played against or, or teams we've played against, you know, teams like that have made strong strong pushes and then you look at the other side who we didn't get to face but louisville's you know they've come on strong here and 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 really solidified that bracket um and with their home you know field advantage of their stadium and stuff you know they're going to be a a difficult team to play against so you know there's a lot of good teams and on any given day it it, it could be anybody's day so you know you just have to game plan and, and execute your game plan and and keep pushing forward you know coach any regrets about the season so far decisions you guys made or maybe the way things were done tactically Uh, i mean as a coach i think you always are hard on yourself and i you know i i want to win every game as we always do but i also know that's unrealistic and i think uh some of the the challenges are making sure we keep our eye on the prize and i feel like we let our eye off the prize a little bit because uh one of the the regrets were we wanted to have a home home uh, playoff game you know that was one of my goals and now we're having to go on the road so but now that you know it is what it is we we've kind of put ourselves in the the situation we're in so now we've got to go ahead and be road warriors and um you know we've done quite well on the road this year so we're gonna have to live off that coach you got to win three games in order to get to the final go four unbeaten gets you the title we saw you do it six earlier on this season sunday november 1st 8 30 p.m we hope to see you there. Best of luck, Coach. Thank you. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure.